This is the Shine On You Crazy Daisy podcast, and I'm your host, Trudy Simmons from the Daisy Chain Group, providing platforms and opportunities for businesswomen to be seen and heard. This platform is for the women entrepreneurs that want to hear the real stories of what it takes to be yourself and run a business with all the different hats that you might have to wear. Come and join the Shine On You Crazy Daisy membership, offering online networking, co-working, collaboration, and monthly masterclasses for you to grow your knowledge. Go to thedaisychaingroup.com for more information. These are the platforms to hear and share the stories of the tenacious, the rebellious, and the resilient women that are working towards the future that they build for themselves and their families. Hello, and welcome to the Shine On You Crazy Daisy podcast. And today, I am thrilled and excited to introduce you to Monica Zampa. Monica, please tell us about your business. So, first of all, thank you so much for being here. And good morning and good evening to everybody who is listening. My business is basically me, the journey I had to transition in order to become the woman I am today. Transitioning from ordinary woman to extraordinary and claiming it. I love that. I love, there's so much energy and power behind it. Oh, good goosebumps. <laughs> In the chapter, you talk about your grandmother yes. being a woman of service. Yes. What are your thoughts on that? I um, am a taboo breaker and I always go direct. So in order to do this, the International Labour Organization says that there are 67 million slaves right now in modern society and 80% of them are children and women. So when women at home are in service, we call it a dedication to the family. You are dedicated mother. But Mm. if you are always just giving to your family and you're putting your needs, your desires, your wishes on a backburn, aren't you not slaving? Wow. I'm pausing because that is just so hard hitting and I think it's hard for people to to hear and to take in that kind of attitude, but at the same time, look at how it makes you feel and how you're reacting to to something like that being said. Because one of the things that you talked about was that it was at a detriment to herself. And that's what really got me. Yes. And I also have goosebumps. So I'm energetic healer and I feel everything. People who are going to listen to this podcast are going to feel this energy as well, really hitting home. So um, every woman has a story. Every woman has a beautiful talent, extraordinary woman, Mm -hmm. always, every single woman. And we just hide it. You are born a pure natural uh, diamond. That's what my title of my coaching program is funny, but you are born a diamond. And if you are allowing the layers of the mud to hide your talent Mm -hmm. and you call it a good motherhood, oh, mm. I'm a good wife, I'm a good partner, I'm a good mother, but deep down you're corroding your beautiful diamond. What's the, what's the point? Mm. You are mm, hiding, yeah, dimming your light so others can shine. Shine on! <laughs> um, yeah, we're in the middle of your transition from ordinary to extraordinary. You decided to quit everything and travel to, to Delhi. Yes. What brought you to that point? So I was a banker in the city of London 
and I was closing deals of 50 to 500 million dollars. Mm -hmm. And one day I looked around my open desk um, policy, an you know, open desk office, and I looked around and I thought, this is just empty. Mm. This is just so empty. I saw slaves, people working nine to five or nine to eight, having two weeks holidays. And I thought, and I was paid more than a brain surgeon. Mm. I was a young girl. I was paid a lot of money to me. Mm. And I thought, this is not right. A brain surgeon who saves lives, he should be paid more than I should. And then I left. I quit, sold everything. I was a, a Buddhist at the time. And I left to India, yeah, to to reach enlightenment and uh, find myself. And of course, the journey just started then. I love those stories because it is it's so outside a lot of people's realm of thinking to just do that. But it is yeah. it's when you are in a not just a position, but in a mental position to think, do you know what? I'm done with how this feels to me, not to anybody else. I'm going to change it. And you did that and just took yourself off. How long were you in India for? Uh, at the time, seven months, because there was a permission we could do. But I traveled around the world. I went to um, Australia, New Zealand, all amazing places, did crazy stuff, jumped from the plane, climbed Himalayas or by myself, dived, you know, all these, all these amazing stuff. And um, yeah, that's something which I hold really closely because when I look back, and I think, who was that woman who made that decision to look at the one of the Himalayas peaks and say, I'm climbing that tomorrow with no preparation, just going for it. And then 20 years later, sometimes I found, I found myself in this kind of mother slumber, like dimming my light, being in toxic relationships and, and following the norm, following the matrix. I said, what happened to that amazing, daring woman who jumped out of the plane and... Yes. <laughs> Find her. Refind her. Um, you say that it took you 25 years to realize and fully celebrate your rebel, outspoken, out of the box, different, odd one out being. <laughs> Why is it important to you that you found this out about yourself? Such a deep question. And um, I try to answer it the best I can. <laughs> I will say it like this. So when I was a little girl, I always felt the heaviness of, of suffering of women. I always felt that women are treated badly and I could never really understand what it is. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I was hiding the ever seeing everything, feeling, hearing, I see beauty everywhere. I see more than other people. Mm -hmm. And I thought it's normal, but there was no one around who could uh, support me in that journey. So I was hiding that. And by society, I was told I'm stubborn, I'm not normal, and uh, too sensitive, too this, too that. And now I have found a tribe of, tribe of people. It's a business community, but they are a tribe of people who are like me, mm. who are also oversensitive, and they're all rebels. So we call ourselves rebel, but I believe that I'm normal. Mm -hmm. and the rest of the people is abnormal. <laughs> 
I love that. I love the word rebel because it brings up so many different connotations for people in their in their mindset of, of what that actually means and looks like. I I know I'm a rebel. Um, I like to do things that are outside of the box. But the way that you wrote it with with fully celebrating that outspoken, out of the box, different, odd one out being, so many of us can relate to that because there is that feeling of. Are there other people like me out there? And do you know what? Join networking events, join um, other business women tribes, because we are here. We are waiting to celebrate you. Absolutely. And um, it took me some time, well, three years of very intense transition. That's what Mm -hmm. I show my clients and anyone who is interested, really daily, daily practices to admit that this is who I am and this is amazing. Like mirror work is one of the practices, but like to really look at yourself in the mirror and say like, you are amazing. Like with everything, like I have maybe only one regret in my life, which mm-hmm. is pretty good, but rest is amazing, you know? If there was one lesson you've learned that you'd want every entrepreneur to know, what would it be? Find your why, mm-hmm. why you wake up every morning excuse me, why you wake up every morning, and it doesn't have to be the glamorous, I want to save the world, it could be very simple, very, very simple, and go for it, Mm -hmm. never, ever give up your dream, do not, doesn't matter what other people say, choose your why and go for it, and your why can change, as you upgrade and grow, your why can change, so never give up your dreams, go for it. Find it, go for it, I love it. (laughs) What's your favorite business book? I believe that business is based on energy, mm-hmm. 80% of energy, 20% of strategy. So my most amazing book, which I have it somewhere here, is Joe Dispenza, Become Supernatural. Mm-hmm. How you can bring your highest version, which is going to be in the future, to today, to this present moment. And I absolutely agree. I, I love the fact that we in this day and age can make decisions and know that being in business and feeling stable uh, with the stable foundations of our business means having some kind of spiritual spirituality backing that up and energy and knowing how you connect with other people. It is. I, I love Joe Spencer. It's really good. Yeah. Monica, this has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. And thank you for being a part of Shiny Crazy Daisy Book Five. Yeah. thank you for listening if you like what you've heard please leave a review and come back for more inspiration if you're a businesswoman looking for that community that will support you and lift you up come and join the shine on you crazy daisy membership offering online networking co-working collaboration and monthly masterclasses to grow your knowledge go to the daisychaingroup.com for more information and for even more inspiration Please go to the link under this video and get your copy of the Shine On You Crazy Daisy series of books with inspirational and motivating stories from businesswomen around the world.